0: THE GOP DOES TAKE THE HOUSE. THE MAN EXPECTED TO BE IN CHARGE IS CURRENT HOUSE MINORITY LEADER KEVIN MCCARTHY. <laughs> MCCARTHY SHOULD BE CAREFUL WHAT HE WISHES FOR, BECAUSE EVERY RECENT REPUBLICAN SPEAKER OF THE HOUSE HAS hated THE JOB. GOP MEMBERS ARE FAMOUSLY THE MOST UNPLEASANT PEOPLE FROM EVERY TOWN IN AMERICA. YOU THINK PEOPLE LIKE MARJORIE TAYLOR GREEN? THEY SENT HER TO CONGRESS TO GET HER THE <laughs> OUT OF GEORGIA.
1: YAY! The Democrat Party hate machine never takes a breath, do they? We, we still don't, because Democrats are still trying to count in uh, how many states. We still have um, dozens of undecided House races, three undecided Senate races, and the Democrat Party's propaganda machine. You heard the glassy-eyed zombie apocalypse in the, in the audience, which I'm sure has also been cut in half, like Jimmy Kimmel's. Uh gosh, I, I got I to gotta, uh, tell you, happy Friday, first of all, and welcome. We are, as you might imagine, at 888-630-9625. That number is absolutely toll-free. Does a toll-free number actually matter? Is, is, are there any long-distance calls anymore? Hey, long-distance information. Get me Memphis, Tennessee. I uh, I'm marveling at uh, the state of our country. Uh, It is it is uh, not good. You know, if uh, Joe Biden were doing a State of the Union address, I think it would have to say uh, State of the Union is uh, pretty screwy. I got to say pretty wacky. wackadoodle a doodle do, America, because, you know, the Democrats, they fixed our system of electing our political leaders. And look at it now. On the other hand, um, in Florida, For example, Ron DeSantis actually did fix what was broken. And look at them. It took him, I think it took five hours for Florida with 250 billion people to uh, count all their ballots. Many times the the population of Nevada or Arizona, where they're still doing their gazintas. I think they got Jethro Bodine in charge of uh, counting all the ballots. And it doesn't appear to be going very well. So we still don't know. Who is uh, which party will be in charge of the Senate? And and honestly, we have expectations, but we still haven't resolved the uh, the House of Representatives either, because Democrats have uh, pretty much upended our system of electing electing our political leaders. We're uh, waiting on results out of Nevada, Nevada for the uh, U.S. Senate, uh, out of Arizona for the U.S. Senate, and now. We are uh, have we're going to have to wait until December sixth. Now, not like it'll be decided on December sixth either in Georgia, uh, because you know Stacey Abrams has she conceded? Has she conceded on camera? Because uh, we've got a runoff there with uh, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, who even the Washington Post suggested was way too extreme for Georgia and, for that matter, any place else. But when you're a Democrat you know, they could run Mousy Tongue and Che Guevara and the New York Times would praise them. Uh, And uh, the Republicans could run uh, uh, St. Peter and they would demonize him and vilify him because, boy, our media... I've been saying for how many years now, Michael? I've been saying for so many years that really the central obstacle to things working properly in this country is is our corrupt news media. It's... uh, you know, the fourth estate, it's uh, the geniuses that, that wrote our founding documents. Geniuses, absolute geniuses, some of the greatest men uh, ever to have lived and created the greatest system in the history of humankind. And uh, they were so brilliant that they created the, the, the system of checks and balances and the ultimate check in our system of checks and balances is a, is a free and fair press. We don't have that. We have a press that's free to be as corrupt as they'd like to be, and they like to be very corrupt. So the uh, honestly, they are a uh, key element in the Democrat Party's turning the country upside down, pulling our sock inside out, uh, destroying confidence in our system of electing our leaders. Did you see in uh, Nevada where they had the? They're doing the the their gazintas, they're counting the votes, and in Nevada they had a little episode last night. Um, the, um, the uh, uh, lights went out on there. They had a live stream of, um, and they said in, in Washoe County in Nevada, we know that our election live stream cameras went dark overnight. Their cameras went dark in Nevada where they got a squeaker going on for the Senate and control of the Senate may hang in the balance. And I mean, honestly, it reminded me of the movie Airplane, where uh, the uh, airplane was uh, coming into the airport, and uh, the funny guy squatted down and pulled the plug out of the wall, and all the lights went out, right? And, uh, and then he just said, "Just kidding," and plugged them back in. Well, the Democrats in Washaw County in Nevada, where we've got, you know, just the control of the Senate hangs in the balance. We know our election live stream cameras went dark overnight. Didn't that happen in 2020 also? We investigated what happened and how to prevent it happening again. That's well, thanks. That's reassuring, or not. Uh, but uh, there it is in Nevada. You know they're doing everything they can to uh, you know to build up trust in our system. Uh, because what's the matter with these people? Honestly. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, there is uh, obviously a great deal to talk about on this front, and. Now that's just scratching the surface. I mean, the House of Representatives, it, today is Friday. Election Day was allegedly Tuesday, but the Democrats wrecked that. It's election season. It's a month. It's a fiscal quarter. Uh, we, who, how long do we count for? We count until the Democrats have the greater number of ballots, not votes. This is kind of an interesting distinction that is now being made, and appropriately so, that the Democrats, they uh, want the greatest number of ballots the Republicans want the greatest number of votes, voters, and this whole election day versus pre-election day, and the uh, rallying lunatics on college campuses, and the mail-out ballots, and and uh, uh, a ballot harvesting, and no signatures, and no dates, and no uh, no postmarks, and and we'll just count whatever you know whatever the the Democrats they'll just count whatever they had, and and they just keep coming in after election day. We go, hey, look, the Republicans are ahead, and they told us this ahead of time. Well, sure, the Republicans are going to be winning on Election Day when you count the votes. Then, for weeks afterward, we'll count the ballots. And we want to make sure that you don't have to sign them, you don't have to date them, they don't have to be postmarked, they don't have to be delivered by, you know, it doesn't matter. We just, uh, we count the, the ballots as their boy Joseph Stalin said. It's not the votes that count, it's who count the votes. Uh, and uh, it is uh, it, it's it's an amazing time. Now, at the same time, um, we don't even know who's going to control the Senate. We assume we know who's going to control the House, but that's not over yet either. And uh, the the uh, politics for the 2024 already off and running. President Trump going after Ron DeSantis in Florida. Uh, President Trump this morning going after uh, the, the Virginia governor. Now, which is gosh. And what is it? What did he say about him? It made a little funny about him this morning about uh, going after um, Glenn Youngkin. And uh, he says, he says, young kin. And it's like the word young, young at heart, second word kin, K I N. Says, now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? I I mean, look, I mean, that's a little bit funny. Um, but, uh, you know, are we team America or are we going to destroy ourselves before we even know who controls the Senate? I think is a fair question. So he says, young kin. Now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? In Virginia. Uh, couldn't have won without me. I endorsed him. Did a very big Trump rally for him telephonically. Got MAGA to vote for him. Uh, or he couldn't have come close to winning, he says. Now, why that's pertinent today when we still don't know who's won the Senate, I just don't know. I've said this many times, and I'm going to be forced to say it again, not because I want to. President Trump demonstrates, you know, at 9 o'clock in the morning, the most extraordinary political instincts I've ever seen in my life. He can see the future. He can see around corners. He can see years in advance. He's, you know, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're tapping my phones, uh, one example. Uh, and, and then at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, he'll do something that just makes me say, why, why, did, he, why did he just do that? What, what, uh, what was the – that is – and, you know, talking to friends of mine about it, as you might do, say, well, he's, you know, clearing the field of his competition. Well, that, that field is our field. <laughs> That's our team. That's Team America. And, you know, the goal is to win the White House not just to win the nomination. And you know that uh, President Trump, let's say he's the candidate for 2024, and we're expecting that he's going to announce that he's running on, on the 15th of uh, this month. And, um, and in fact, the, the front page of the Washington Times today has the, uh, the headline, Democrats urge Trump to kick off campaign. That's the Washington Times, the pro-American paper, Washington, D.C. Democrats urge Trump to kick off campaign and and it sounds almost like he already has uh before we know who controls the senate and we still have to get herschel walker uh in the runoff on december 6th elected and send him to washington rather than that guy that you know loves Karl marx and ran over his wife's foot with his car and uh, and all that stuff with a kid's camp with the child abuse things like that but uh but never mind that and so the uh, the president going after glenn Youngkin. Um, and going after Ron DeSantis. Now, I, I usually like to leave that to the media and the Democrats as a rule. Uh, clearing the field, I don't think Glenn Youngkin or or uh, uh, Ron DeSantis have said anything about running for president. So it might be, you know, just a tad premature. Again, we don't know the results of the midterm elections yet. And so I find it Frustrating. I'm not a big fan of politics when it comes to this kind of politics, I've got to say. And President Trump posted a, a long uh, a, a post about Ron DeSantis. And and some of it is, Ron DeSanctimonious is playing games, exclamation mark. The fake news. asks him if he's going to run, if President Trump runs. And he says, I'm only focused on the governor's race. I'm not looking into the future. And uh, all right. That seems like a a perfectly appropriate answer at this moment. In time, he hasn't even been inaugurated for his second term. And President Trump continues, well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's really not the right answer. Well, uh, you know, uh, I I just, I got to say, you know, how many, uh, I, I just, uh, I, let's just, uh, let's all calm down. The goal is to win the White House for the most conservative Republican that can win in 2024 to control the House and the Senate so that we can get good things done and save our country. Uh, and I know there was, uh, there was uh, on the radio yesterday a lot of talk about this as well and, uh, and some table-pounding and, and things, and, and part of the yelling was, Well, Trump will produce the biggest Democrat. Let's say he's the Republican nominee in 2024, which is, what, nine years, I think, after he came down the escalator, right? And uh, is that right? I think it was 2015. And um, uh, he'll produce the biggest Democrat Party turnout in the history of Democrat Party turnout. And so if that's going to be the case, uh, I think we shouldn't divide the Republican Party before we get there. Because if you unify the Democrats and divide the Republicans, that's called losing. All right? That's not how you win the White House. You win the White House by uh, having the greatest Republican turnout of all time and winning independents and winning this vote and that vote and, you know, uh, suburban women and single women. And, uh, I, you know, I, this slicing and dicing makes me want to projectile it, but that's uh, the way politics is played these days. And I just don't think that uh, uh, saying uh, I'm going to, you know, demolish the, 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 our own players downfield long before we, we get off and running. And honestly, we don't even know who controls the House and who controls the Senate. We think we know who controls the House. It's not over. And, uh, and I just find this frustrating. I find it frustrating. I'm going to just say it right out there. I find it frustrating because I'm on our side, Team America, number one. And that means uh, Republican Party number two, and uh, I want the best candidate that can win and be the best president, and and um, that might be somebody we're not even talking about now. It's it's two years away, huh? But that's me. The uh, the Washington Post with the headline: Three races to seal Senate control. Counting goes on in Arizona, Nevada. Georgia runoff set for December 6th. Two wins to take the chamber. Of course, the Republicans need 51 seats. The Democrats only need 50 because they have the vice president as the tiebreaker. And uh, without red wave, Kevin McCarthy holds out for House majority. A GOP hobbled by infighting flawed candidates. And Trump, these are the headlines... The headline of the Washington Times, Republicans see Trump as liability after midterms. With opportunity for big wins, party leader picked sure losers. So uh, politics, 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 politics. What an awful business. Uh, We're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant, inviting you on our 2023 Sea Cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. I will say this much. President Trump, uh, and he has a talent for this, he's really hit a nerve uh, all over the place. The Washington Times headline, lead story, Republicans see Trump as liability after midterms. The New York Post headline online is, he needs to disappear, in quotation marks. The next headline, Selena Zito, Trump voters are done, done as in quotation marks, with ex-president after red ripple in midterms. Um, this is not what President Trump was hoping for, I think, in these these days Following while well, we're still sorting out the uh, the midterms, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Because I do want to hear from from everybody about this uh, today. Let's go to uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to Jason from Kensington, Maryland. Jason, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, good day, Chris. How you going, mate? All right, Jason. <laughs> uh, yeah, going back to my school years, I used to play rugby, and I I was given the ball, and I took off down the right wing. And I got to about a metre of the try line just about to score a try and I got tackled from behind and I looked back and it was my own teammate and I said I said, What'd you tackle me for? I was just about ready to score. He goes, Well, you're running the wrong way <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I said, Well so anyway now realise that so it sort of reminds me what President Trump's doing right now. I mean, timing is everything and I think he should just wait until everybody gets settled and they they start looking for candidates in primaries, and, but not right now. You know? Yeah, uh, um, your own teammate tackled you because you were running the wrong way. That's a, <laughs> that's a pretty interesting metaphor. That's uh, very interesting. The uh, and, and you believe that uh, – uh, look, uh, look, I would – let me just say this. I agree. I think President Trump should take a pause. Um, we yep. don't even know who controls the Senate yet. We need to get Herschel Walker into the Senate. President Trump should be rallying down there. He should sp- be standing side by side with uh, Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia, and and uh, and of course with Ron DeSantis in Florida. And we should we should win this game and then get on to the next game. But um, I, I gotta say it's just hit a sour note. With I, I'm being bombarded yesterday and last night, being bombarded people texting me and email you know Trump supporters, I'm talking about Americans who voted for President Trump twice in two different elections. They're, they're not Democrats. And um, you know let's uh, take a breath here for a moment.
0: This is the Chris Plant Show.
1: We, uh, we opened with Democrat Party propaganda on uh, late night television, network TV, the propaganda apparatus of the Democrat Party. Let me just say Joseph Goebbels is uh, green with envy on a spit in hell over a fire. He's like, boy, if I had only had the propaganda apparatus of the Democrat Party, we'd all be talking German today. Now, listen to this one. Here's the Fox News channel has the story. Twitter, perhaps you've heard of it, erupts over CBS's The Good Fight. They have a TV show called The Good Fight. The Good Fight finale, which has a character that accuses Ron DeSantis of being a gay sex offender. Right. This is the what CBS is producing. They're spending millions of dollars. A radical leftist extremist anti-American woman named Christine Baranski, or is that a man? Because that's hard to say, uh, produced this this offensive drivel. The character admitted to fabricating the allegations to give Trump a boost in the 2024 polls. This is what the networks do with uh, their money. And. Um, CBS should be bought by a billionaire and canceled, just, uh, just flushed. The series finale of Paramount Plus' The Good Fight, that's a CBS network, left social media users stunned on Thursday for featuring a plotline in which a character claimed to be sexually assaulted by Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, only to confess later he was lying. On the, uh, the show. The finale of the courtroom drama's sixth and final season premiere, uh, 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 sixth and final season premiered on Thursday with the episode titled The End of Everything. In a quip, clip widely shared online, the episode features the main character Diane Lockhart, played by Christine Baranski, uh, meeting with uh, Felix Staples, a flamboyant gay provocateur who has made appearances in earlier seasons of the long-running show in a conference room surrounded by lawyers, Staples claims that he was sexually assaulted by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who forced him to have oral sex following a CPAC conference while interning for his office. Now, who does this, how many Democrats does this, this uh, actually, uh, there are a number of Democrats that could this could apply to Diane immediately dismisses the accusation as politically uh, motivated, beep, Uh, despite Staples claiming to have DNA proof. See, he's got a, uh, you know, remember the blue dress, right, the Blue Gap dress and Monica Lewinsky. Well, this guy has a red, see, blue-red T-shirt with a stain on it that he says is, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis' uh, DNA. This is what CBS is doing when they produce television shows. The Soviet Union uh, was honest compared to these people. Honestly, this is pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm. The lawyers spend the episode gathering evidence to expose staples for lying. He eventually confesses to fab- fabricating the allegations. And they he says that he did it to tarnish uh, Ron DeSantis's reputation because it would put former President Donald Trump ahead in the polling in the 2024 presidential race. So this is... Um, Kind of a, you know, a damp fantasy of the Democrat Party brought to life, animated by CBS and aired on their network, uh, Paramount+. Plus. The episode ignited a firestorm on the Twitter, with users calling the show unhinged, questioning the legalities of casting the governor as a potential gay sex offender in the fictitious TV show. Other users uh, called it uh, the first of many smear campaigns by Hollywood to be brought against the Florida governor as he remains a popular potential 2024 presidential contender. Uh, my friend Brent Baker at Newsbusters wrote, Let the smears begin. All right? Final episode of The Good Fight, Paramount Plus. Uh, just amazing. He invited me into his staff. Little did he know, uh, uh, li- little did I know what he meant by that. See, so this is the this is the clever writing they have. He invited me onto his staff. Little did I know what he meant by that, and forced me into oral sex. See the uh, Desantis, and then they have the stained red T-shirt instead of a blue dress. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man, just uh, just amazing. Now we have a couple of of uh, sound bites from this this momentous. Uh, honestly, the Democrat Party, they're they're. they're there is no bottom. There is no depth to which they will not plumb or which they will not plumb. They, they, uh, they are the most appalling gang of miscreants. And again, whatever they're accusing you of is what they're doing themselves. So you got to keep that in mind at all times, too. Mm. Boy, oh boy. <sighs> Washington Examiner asks Is this kind of thing legal? I realize the whole free speech thing is pretty robust, but can you just insert a real public figure into your fictional movie and make him a sex offender? Um, the Democrats, you know, they're the party of sex offenders. Uh, Jill, where, is, where is the story about Joe Biden digitally penetrating his staffer, Tara Reid, while pinning her against the wall? Whereas, uh, you know, well, you could do a whole series about Bill Clinton, as Anthony Weiner, uh, the list is long. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. So here is what CBS News is doing. This is part of their vicious, demented, mentally ill, deranged propaganda campaign. Uh, they're going after Trump and DeSantis at the same time.
0: I offered my political services to Governor DeSantis. He saw me in my bicycle shorts, worn purely. For medical reasons and he invited me onto his staff little
1: did i know what he meant by staff oh my god oh my god and he wears a uh, bicycle shorts purely for political reasons because he's got a uh, bicycle in his rump or something i'm not sure what's what's going on with that it is uh, this is the this is what the democrat party does this is what the tv networks do how republicans win anything is the true miracle of life in in, in American politics. And this is where it gets more, shall we say, ribald? Ribald. Ron invited me to CPAC so I could work on his (laughs) speech.
0: And then, and there, he drugged me and forced me into oral sex. Do you have any witnesses? No, I have better.
1: i have a stain he holds up his red t-shirt which is the equivalent of the monica Lewinsky blue dress right and now they they're defending this by saying well in the end um you know they proved that he was lying so it's okay right this is now, you guys are—are are you all sexual deviants? Can I just ask—are you? Do you all have sexual? The entire democrat Party? nobody cares if you're gay. Nobody cares if you dress up like your mother, and uh, dance around. Nobody really cares. You know, I, I saw uh, Silence of the Lambs. That's not a—you know—that's not really a, a thing. I don't—I don't care. Uh, but can you just leave the rest of us out of your your mental illness episodes, please? This is. This is your Democrat Party and your – and this isn't the news media. This is the entertainment media, which also, of course, is part of the Democrat Party's propaganda apparatus because, you know, honestly, this is how they got Joe Biden elected. Information dominance, right, cultural dominance, and this is what they've done to our culture, this and, of course – you know, drag queen story hour for kindergarten because they're not grooming. They're just, you know, changing your boy into a girl without letting the parents know at school because that's your Democrat party in 2022. Uh, all right, well, that's that's uh, pretty repulsive. And, and honestly, um, gosh, what do you even do about that? Let's go to the telephones. Um, let's go to... <laughs> Let's go to Auntie Mike, calling from Bowie, Maryland. Auntie Mike, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
0: Good morning, Chris. Been a long time since I've called. Welcome. Uh, yes, been too long. Uh, I want to say that I think Trump's record, I think the commanders would like it, like 170-something to 9 or 10. <laughs> I think that'd be a good record for the Yankees. But saying that... I think the three biggest things they're picking on are Bullock and uh, a couple of other senators. Uh, But the thing is, if you look scratch through the surface, I think this is just another attack on Trump by the combined efforts of Republican establishment and the other guys. Because McConnell pulled money from those people strictly so they wouldn't get in there and vote against him for leader. And I think that's really what's happening here. I think Trump
1: is just the scapegoat. Um, well, I, you know, I don't uh, question uh, any of that. I don't think you know McConnell pulling money from certain, like General Bulldog, and and uh, and other races because they weren't going to be his puppy dogs. I, I believe it. I said the other day that we have to get rid of Mitch McConnell, and we should be looking for leadership in the House other than Kevin McCarthy and have someone more aggressive and, and dare I say, articulate than, than Kevin McCarthy. If you're looking to, you know, make a convincing case to the American people, it would be nice if the Speaker of the House were a silver-tongued devil and, and an extremely articulate spokesman for your cause. And I don't think that Kevin McCarthy is that person. I hear that he's a very nice man. People like him. Uh, he has lots of friends on Capitol Hill. But the job is bigger than having friends on Capitol Hill. He's not, you know, being asked to be prom queen. And Mitch McConnell, it's time that Mitch McConnell obviously were were benched uh, and uh, let us get on with uh, the, you know, the life of the secret life of conservatives in the United States of America because, the, you know, these guys really aren't getting the job done. They uh, And honestly, I don't think the uh, Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the Senate Congressional Campaign Committee did did a great job in mitch mcconnell getting in the way of candidates that could have won not helpful uh yes the republican establishment but le- let me ask you a, a question anti mike because yes, this is uh something that has come up in some of my uh conversations mostly in text messages with friends and there was a there was a conversation it was on the dan bongino uh show yesterday with um who was with leo terrell and um and uh, they're saying, well, listen, you know you know that President Trump will get every Democrat. They'll have a 122 percent turnout to vote against Trump. They would walk through the flames of hell to vote against President Trump. And then you say the Republican establishment is against Trump and um, and he's going after DeSantis and Youngkin. I I'm just looking at it as a math problem, anti-Mike and. And if, uh, you know, if the uh, Democrats get 120 percent turnout and only half the Republicans show up, do you win the presidential election?
0: Well, that kind of cuts both ways. I mean, if you if you shove him out of the way and put the Sanders in the front, how many people is that going to turn off? Yeah. And I, so I think we're in a, between a rock and a hard spot and yeah. on that subject. I think President Trump. I think he made a big mistake. I think, you know, you you don't kick somebody on your own team. I I agree with that sentiment. I think these two guys ought to get together. Somebody say they're sorry for whatever it is that started it. Shake hands and get on TV and show everybody they're on the same team. Yeah. And one more thing I'd like to say is now that this CBS thing came up, I know you're not a boycott kind of guy, but I think everybody should maybe let CBS know and their advertisers how much they didn't like that.
1: Well, I think you're right about that. Letting the ad, I you know, honestly, I don't think there's a show on CBS that I watch. Tell you the truth, I watch very little commercial TV. I have so many commercial free channels and and so many options that I I couldn't even, you know, the CBS evening news is on. Beyond that, I couldn't tell you a show that is on CBS on the CBS network to to tell you the truth. But I, I say think- my
0: CBS is Zero, except my wife loves Yellowstone, so that's
1: that's you know. on Paramount, right? That's uh, yeah. Yes. So does my, so does my best girl, as a matter of fact. Um, but you're right about letting the advertisers know that that this kind of you know political, this radical, filthy um, propaganda and politics by other means, you know, this is social warfare against mainstream Americans. And CBS with their proxy Paramount Plus uh, doing it as, but uh, but anti Mike, I think that you know your suggestion that you let the advertisers know is a very good one.
0: Yes, I think uh, you know playing by you know the rules, of being a gentleman in a street fight, just gets you knocked to the ground.
1: That's a fact, and that's one of the many things that President Trump proved: is that if you stand up. And you punch back, and you fight back, and you see DeSantis doing that. You see Carrie Lake doing that, going after the press right to their faces and calling them on it. Uh, vitally important, and Republicans have to do that. And this CBS show, this Paramount Plus show, is a, uh, is a, yet another example of the need for Republican elected Republican leaders to just uh, kick them when they come after you with these insane vile vulgar radical extremists propagandistic efforts And honestly um, you know like on Capitol Hill, the uh, Republican members of Congress should announce that they are not going to respond to any CBS questions. They're not going to appear on any CBS shows not that they they care at CBS. But just say you're not going to cooperate with CBS. You're not doing any CBS. You know, No CBS Evening News. No 60 Minutes. No, no CBS Morning Show. Uh, and you're not going to answer questions from CBS reporters on Capitol Hill. They're banned. Uh, and, in fact, when the Republicans take over, maybe they should pull their press credentials from Capitol Hill. Win the White House, pull their press credentials from the White House. You know, play hardball. And uh, mean it. Do it for real. Chris, we won't see the Republicans do this because we've got Turtle Boy and uh, Kevin McCarthy.
0: You're listening to The Chris Plant Show.
1: Well, uh, our man Kevin Tober asked a question on Twitter a short time ago. The question is, are you done with Trump? That was the question from Kevin. Who's on our team, on our side, uh, Trump voter, Media Research Center, and uh, Chris Plant Show. And, and the responses include, nope, and never, and nope, and voted for him twice, but yes, done, his petty attacks on DeSantis and Youngkin is a bridge too far for me. Also, no way. We need his policies now more than ever. And mega-mega threat to democracy. He's going to alienate most of his base slash support if he continues the unfounded attacks against very popular, successful Republicans. Now, I mean, you know, the thing is, if you unify the Democrat Party and divide the Republican Party, you lose the presidential election. That's a gimme. It's close enough uh, already. But, um, you know, (laughs) you need more, not fewer. And... uh, MAGA Trump KX Stitch. You mean like governors who have their lieutenant governors speak out against him? I believe that uh, he is referring to Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor in the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, Glenn Youngkin's lieutenant governor, who came out, and I have that audio for you. I'm going to share it with you today. Winsome Sears, who has been a Trump supporter all along, uh, came out yesterday and said uh, bad things that she's no longer with. President Trump. The New York Post turning on uh, President Trump. Yesterday they had him Trumpy Dumpty uh, sat on a wall. Today's headline, he needs to disappear and Trump voters are quote, done, end quote, with ex-president after Red Ripple. Uh, and our listeners continuing, no, not done with him. He just needs to stop verbally attacking other Republicans. He's not the godfather. And Michael uh, Selter. I wasn't, but I'm prepared to move on now. We need unity, not knives. And the goal is to win the presidential election in 2024 to secure the White House. You do that by winning the election. How do you win the election?
0: John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together...